The NBA trading deadline has officially ended, and the New York Knicks made another massive move. But right before we came on this podcast, we had some sort of not so good news. Let's talk about it. Let's run that intro. Where we've got all your Knicks needs covered. Puts up a three. Bang! Bang! He ties the game! Now, live from the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Anthony and Chris. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? On NBA trading deadline day, we did not know whether or not the New York Knicks were going to make another trade. At about 11 o'clock, that whole, that shifted, that changed. They made a trade with the Detroit Pistons. They acquired Boyan Bajanovic. They acquired Alec Burks in return for Quentin Grimes, Malachi Flynn, um, two second round picks, Evan Fournier, and Ryan Archidinacchio all going to Detroit. And the New York Knicks bolster their team. They get better. They get deeper. They get great three-point shooting obviously we didn't know if if Bogdanovich was going to be in the deal turns out he wasn't a deal it was it was crazy Chris early on it was crazy but what's going on Chris how are you I'm feeling great man uh like you said big move by the Knicks weren't sure what they were going to do and we get two really good players in Alec Burks and Bojan Bogdanovich on this Knicks squad I'm hyped man I'm I'm I'm, I can't wait to see this full team in action, man. Can't wait to see this full team in action. Yes, early on, it was it was it was like a weird, it was a weird like the events that took place. It was like the Knicks traded for Burks, then the Quentin Grimes news came out, and then everyone was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and then the Bogdanovich news came out, and everyone was happy. And my first reaction was, "Holy cow! The New York Knicks are a deep team now." And they did all of this without giving up a first round pick. Chris, I think I met the best chess player in the world. And his name is Leon Rose. To look at what Leon Rose has done now for the past year or so. He's improved this team little by little. He's improved this team at every single position. Point guard, shooting guard, small forward. Now he's improved the bench. Um, Leon Rose has absolutely done an amazing job. And this replaced RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly. With Ananobi, Burks, and Bogdan, um, Bogdanovich, without giving a first-round pick. And they still have eight tradable first-round picks in the chamber, locked and loaded, in the bag. It was awesome, Chris. It was honestly refreshing to see the Knicks started to make some, you know, it started with the OG Ananobi move and now, you know, getting in Burks and we'll go over all of that stuff. But how are you feeling? How's your feeling around the trade? And uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about Leon Rose, man? Shout out to Leon, doing his thing. Shout out to Leon Rose, man. Leon Rose, look, if this was the old Knicks regime, we would have gave up two or three first in a deal like this. You know, I, you got to give it to Leon Rose, man. Th- these were great moves, and like you said initially, when I heard the when the news was coming down, I heard Grimes traded for Alec Burks in a few seconds, and I was like depressed <laughs> i was like come yeah. on man Quentin grimes can fill that role that's not an upgrade and then a couple minutes pass by and then bogdanovich is a part of the deal and i'm just like 
wow. And then sure enough, Fournier was included. And then we find out the details that, you know, Malachi Flynn also going out and uh, Ryan Archidiakono. And look, that deal, that's that's a win for the Knicks. You know, I'm sad to see Quentin Grimes grow because obviously, you know, everyone here knows. I wanted to give him more time, you know, see if he could figure it out. Young kid. We know he has a lot of potential, but you can't say he didn't get a fair shake. You know, starting lineup got bounced to the bench. Yeah. Showed some flashes, but still didn't really piece it together, and then he got hurt. So I'm excited, man. Leon Rose, you know, look, not giving up a first is huge, and then it makes you wonder what bigger moves we can make down the line and in the future. So we have a lot of flexibility, and we've improved this team immensely. Look, when this went down, I honestly, like, I was like, wow, man. Credit to the front office. I didn't think they gave up too much. I mean, Big Tass in the chat says we gave up quite a bit, but this team is looking right. The, the only thing is Quentin Grimes. I mean, you know, in a, in a year, in a span of a year, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, they are all gone from the New York Knicks. And they essentially placed them with players that fit, players that fit the system. And we just literally got the OG and Anobi news that we'll talk about in a quick second, but just wanted to talk about the trade really quick. But, but yeah, I mean, we're deeper now. We have, we can literally put five players on the court that can shoot the three. I'm looking at lineups of Brunson, DiVincenzo, OG and Anobi, Julius Randle, and Bogdanovich. That kind of gets me excited, kind of matches up with the Celtics because the Celtics can put out five players on the court that can shoot threes at the, at the same time. But right when this trade went down, my immediate my immediate reaction was we're officially final contenders. The New York Knicks are officially NBA final contenders. And, you know, before the trade, we all knew that we needed something else off the bench. We all knew we needed an extra punch off the bench. And lo and behold, today at about 11 o'clock, February 8th, Leon Rose did it. He did it without giving up a first round pick and, you know, it's going to take some time for these guys to mesh. Now, now the main concern right now is health. But that was my first reaction. Wow. We are legit final contenders. It's been, Chris, I mean, you, we all know in the chat. I mean, all, every Knicks fan that's listening right now, it's been a heck of a roller coaster being a New York Knicks fan. And to just be yeah. up there, just, oh, man, it just gets me excited, man. I'm, I'm happy that this deal got done. And, uh, yeah, that was my first reaction, Chris. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a that's an amazing feeling to have. The, you know, it's one thing, you know, obviously we're all Knicks fans. We we love this team. We want to see this team do good, and we have all the optimism in the world, right? But now you're starting to see the media outlets and everybody else out there just basically saying, wow, the Knicks are it right now. They're, they're just as deep as any team out there, and when they get healthy, watch out. Look what they did without, you know, having these these pieces and what are they going to do after once these pieces get acclimated and get rolling i love it man people are starting to finally realize this Knicks team has something special going on man yes. and yeah we're legitimate contenders now finals contenders say it again it's say insane it again for the people in the back finals <laughs> contenders say it again let's go Finals contenders <sighs> Buzzer Beater says it. I'm here. Is Redman playing tonight? Um, don't know. We don't. We do not know this, the injury situation for tonight. Um, it, but uh, we play the Mavericks tonight. Uh, Tony says love the move. Can't wait to see everyone suited up on the floor at MSG. Big Task 
says when you have a superstar like Brunson, you have to make aggressive moves like this. Yes. You build around Jalen Brunson. The Knicks have built a great team around Jalen Brunson. They've, they're, the, the pieces are going to fit. Look, Bogdanovich is averaging 20 a game and shooting above 41% from three. And Alec Burks ain't no slouch at all. He's he's dropping over. I mean, he's averaging, what, 12, 13 points a game. But I think his last game, he dropped over 20 points. And he's actually had a stretch where he scored the, the rock at a high percentage. And he's been playing well. So yeah. now you add both of them. It's essentially on the bench. Bogdanovich is going to start now due to, due to the old Ananobi injury. But... That's firepower, man. That that is straight firepower coming in off the bench, and as as a whole, when healthy, that's a main topic right now. When healthy, the New York Knicks are good. And look, we traded Grimes, Malachi Flynn. You know, it was nice to know you. I mean, it lasted like two minutes, it seems. And you know, Grimes still has another year left of team control. Obviously, Chris stated that Grimes was, you know up and down here, couldn't really find his footing. I wouldn't be surprised if Grimes goes to Detroit and just plays, plays freely and just balls out over there, sort of like what Quickly and R.J. Barrett are doing right now. But in the span of a month, two months, the Knicks have gone from, because remember, before the Ananobi trade, it wasn't looking good. And we were all saying, we need to make a move. And the Knicks made a move without giving up a first-round pick. And now they made another move to complete their team. And right now we are sitting in the two to three spot in the Eastern conference right now. I think we're third or fourth. I'll double check that really quick, but the Knicks made this move because OG Ananobi just, it was just announced before we got on the podcast that OG Ananobi is going to get elbow surgery. And we were all wondering why the New York Knicks were being very vague about this injury. And turns out they wanted to keep it, you know, in-house. They didn't want to, before the trading deadline, they made the trade. And now it's not a coincidence that literally 20 minutes ago, it was announced that Ananobi is going to have elbow surgery to remove bone fragments. Is that, is that what they're saying? Yeah. So he actually had surgery already to okay. remove a bone fragment, his right elbow. Yeah. Which, uh yeah, looks, you know, they, they were definitely keeping this on the wraps, you know, trading deadline. Like, like you know, we we hinted at maybe the Knicks are trying to, you know, keep their cards close to their chest, not to, like, make it seem that they're desperate. Yeah. And boom, as soon as the trading deadline was over, we get this news, which brought me down a notch. I, I, I can't lie. Brought me down a notch. But look, you know, I'd rather have our guys healthy and ready to go for the playoffs because that's where we're heading just came out no Jalen Brunson tonight versus Dallas not sure if you're going to listen to this you know later on but no Jalen Brunson tonight versus Dallas Jalen Brunson is day-to-day sort of predicted that um Jericho Sims is also out tonight so the Knicks have eight players tonight (laughs) the Knicks have eight players versus Dallas Mavericks but back to the NNOB injury yeah man I mean you know you said when before we got on here you know should the Knicks have even like should it why why wasn't this done like early on? I guess they were just trying to wait to see if it was healing on its own. And it didn't heal on its own. And the good thing is, is that not a good thing, but he was playing through this. He was playing through this pain. And he was playing well through this pain. He was always flexing his elbow. He was playing well. So I guess they just wanted to nip it in the bud, take care of it. The all-star break is coming up here. And just get healthy. Just get right and get healthy. 
But that is essentially, when you're looking back at it, that is essentially why the New York Knicks went out and got a Boyan Bogdanovich. It's sort of, they see the number two and three seed in their sights. They see the number two and three seeds like, why not us? We can, it's right there for the taking. Milwaukee is in pretty much, I'm not a free fall, but they're playing poorly this year. Um, Boston is right there on top. Cleveland is playing extremely well. Philly just lost Joel Embiid. So the New York Knicks probably went into this trading deadline looking at this like, you know, with a complete team, everyone healthy, we can beat anybody. And they can beat anybody, especially with everyone healthy. We just need to get Ananobi and Randall back. And we'll talk about Randall in a bit too. But they essentially came into this deadline, Chris, and looked at it like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, you said it. We can beat any team out there. And we showed it. We showed it as of recently, you know, that Nuggets game, you know, we were beating really good teams. And again, this is without, you know, some of our key guys in there. Julius, OG, obviously. Yep. Now let's see how things go if Brunson is out a couple games. But, you know, that's that's what gets me so excited, man. You know, like the Knicks are doing the right thing. They're letting these guys heal up. They're being precautious. And... You know, when we get this team fully healthy, and again, that's the key word, fully healthy. And don't forget, Big Mitch is right on the horizon, making progress to return on the court. That's This team is going to be insane, defensively and offensively. I, I, I can't wait, man. It's going to be crazy. This team is going to be crazy. I mean, you know, from a few years ago when it was like all – you know, doom and gloom, and now it's like, you know, we've, we've gone through the trials and tribulations as Knicks fans, but, you know, now we actually have a, a legit shot, a legit contending team, and it actually feels it feels awesome, man, but, you know, we just have to get healthy, you know, obviously the OG and OB, that thing is that 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 the surgery kind of, like, dampered my mood a little bit, but, you know, they so they said, the official thing is they said that he's going to be reevaluated in three to three weeks. That's exactly what they said with Julius Randle. He's going to be reevaluated in two to three weeks. I believe it's already been a week for Julius Randle. So, you know, that's, you know, before this trading deadline, I was like, okay, the Knicks are either going to show us that they're going to stand pat and they believe in the team, or they're going to go out and make a move because they don't really know the severity of the Randle and Ananobi injury. Bring in Burks, bring in Bogdanovich, and now we have them pretty much Bogdanovich is going to start. You know, Burks is probably going to continue to come off the bench with uh, McBride. This also, you know, if a lot of Knicks fans' concerns was if we were to bring someone else in here, maybe that will shift McBride to the DNP role. But I think McBride can also play off ball a little bit because Burks can handle the rock. And what McBride has shown us is that he's a great catch-and-shoot, three three-point shooter. Can't really take his man off the dribble. Can't really create off the dribble, but McBride, his his three-point shot has tremendously improved this year. So with Burks and McBride coming off the bench, that gives you kind of, you know, a scoring punch in the backcourt, and it kind of lessens the load out of, out of Jalen Brunson because, you know, he was getting burned out a little bit. So it was needed. This trade was needed, and I'm happy they did it. Yeah. <laughs> and you said it. With A.B., he can handle the ball. Yeah. So – I think we will see that a lot of uh, McBride just, you know, maybe playing off ball a little bit and uh, A.B. handling. But another thing I want to say is Knicks probably aren't done yet. You know, these moves freed up two roster spots for the Knicks. So, you know, 
Up next is that buyout market. And, you know, we could add even more to this team. Imagine, you know, a Kyle Lowry coming up in here in the buyout market or, or you know, others, you know, two roster spots, man, open. You know, they're going to fill those spots. They have to. I, you know, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, I mean, I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, I'm yeah. saying Kyle Lowry comes in here and then you got that, you know, maybe that will ultimately push somebody like McBride to the DMP role. You know, um, who who else who else in, in buying market might uh, be attractive to us? I mean, there's um, uh, there's Kyle Lowry. There's um, I think Spencer Dinwiddie probably would get bought out. Um, <laughs> would you would of, you like to see Spencer Dinwiddie in a no, Knicks uh, no, jersey? No, I texted you that before the uh, episode. I was <laughs> texting you a throw emoji. <laughs> No way in heck. Hit some of these comments right now. Appreciate every single one of you in the chat. Just going over this trade, man. This 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 has made the New York Knicks a complete team. And we're deep. We have shooters. We can put out lineups of five people that can shoot the three, which is it's awesome, man. Leon Rose is absolutely cooking. Leon Rose has been cooking for a while now. He's playing chess, man. No first round picks have been traded. And you acquired Ananobi. Bogdanovich, Burks, and we still have all of our first-round picks in the bag this coming summer. Hit some of these comments. Lamar, what's going on in the chat? Salute, Knicks fam. It's been a while. Carla says, OG, salute to you, Lamar, too. OG, three weeks and ready to roll. I hope. I hope, man. Speak that into existence. Three weeks, and that's all he needs. Um, that's all he needs. Knicks are nice. Says, salute. Salute, Knicks are nice. What's going on? Appreciate you in here. Lamar says we about to drop in the standings too. Not hopefully not too far. Look, you can chalk tonight's game versus Dallas up to. I mean, I wouldn't if they win, great. But you know, we got a bunch of injuries right now, and we're dealing with a lot at the moment. And the new guys, they're probably going to start on Saturday to to play. So uh, yeah, frats, what's going on? We got a backup point guard and a wing that can shoot. That's all you got. I mean. It's exactly what we needed. You know, Leon Rose has done exactly, you know, he's, he's acquired OG Ananobi, great 3 and D wing, and we all seen what it looked like. <laughs> it was awesome. Unfortunately, got hurt, dealing with the elbow. Hopefully, he gets back soon. Then you essentially replace Quickly's scoring punch because when we traded Quickly, we were like, all right, we're going to need that scoring punch off the bench because, you know, Quickly brought, brought in that, you know, nice – Nice 12 points, 15 points off the bench, hitting threes. That spark, you know, we were going to miss yeah. that. And McBride at times provided us that. But now bring in Burks, bring in McDonough, just like a whole different outlook on how the on what the New York Knicks are going to look like. And this also lessens the load off of Jalen Brunson. Doesn't have to play 45 minutes like he did versus the Lakers. So it's... Oof. It's a great move. Carlos says, never doubt this team. Yeah. Defense will suffer, though, Frat said. What do you think about that? Defense will suffer, though, Chris. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think the defense is going to suffer as as much as you'd probably think. You know, maybe, you know, I'm not saying Bogdanovich is a, you know, master defender or anything like that. But, you know, solid enough. We're not talking about Evan Fournier out there or anything like that. Same thing with Alec Burks. He's solid defensively. So, yeah. you know, obviously – like you mentioned, these two guys are in here to give us an offensive, you know, just 
provide us offense off the bench. You know, once everybody's healthy, that's going to be their main roles. And, you know, we missed that from quickly after we got traded. And now instead of having one guy coming off the bench, you know, having offensive firepower, now we got two guys that can do it. So to me, that that makes us 10 times better. And I don't think the defensive end, I don't think we're going to skip a beat, you know. Dwayne says, speaking about OG Ananobi, this guy injury history is suspect. The players of this era don't slash will not play a little in a little pain. These players today aren't built like the players in the 80s, 90s. Look, that was the thing about OG, man. He hasn't played over 70 games since his rookie season. And, you know, that was the only bugaboo about OG. That was the only, you know, that was that was the only thing. That is he's 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 his durability was sort of in question. So all we can do right now as Knicks fans is hope that this surgery gets whatever he had situated in his elbow and gets fully healthy in three to four weeks. Just get ready for our playoff push in the end of March towards April and just get ready. And then chemistry is another thing that would probably get brought up. You know, I mean, now that we're bringing in Burks and Bogdan, you're going to have, you know, sort of like to get acclimated with your new teammates. But but yeah, um, but we're, we just have to hope that OG comes back and we just have to hope that Randall can come back 80 to 90% because I was trying to explain it on the last post game, Chris. Randall, it may not have been his shooting shoulder, but we know how Randall likes to play bully ball and he likes to, you know, push someone with his right shoulder a lot. That's his first hit, his right shoulder. So will he turn into, you know, a, a jump shot, a, a three-point shooter now that he can't really play the bully ball? We don't know. You know, we're just speculating. I'm just speculating. But right now, at this moment, the New York Knicks acquired Burks, acquired Bogdan. Simply, simply, they knew the OG Ananobi injury was worse than what they were telling us. And, you know, we kind of got the gist of it. What was it yesterday when they switched up the injury? Last minute. Yeah. It went yep. from inflammation to like bone, bone spurs or something like that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. I mean, I knew I knew once they were like, you know, he missed one game, two games, three games, and then, you know, it stopped being um, it stopped being he's questionable. It just became he's out. But you were hearing it almost a day before the game. That's when I was like, oh, I don't know, getting nervous. Yeah. And sure enough, you know, Knicks were playing as smart. They didn't want other teams to know that you know this thing was worse. They other teams probably had some kind of inclination to it because obviously if. If we're picking up on it, I'm sure they did as well. Yeah. But you don't want to seem desperate because that could be the difference between, you know, giving up a second round pick for somebody and a first. So, I mean, again, kudos to Leon Rose and Knicks management for pulling off a heck of a trade. Look, eight tradable first round picks still in the bag. And I think we have, now that we traded two seconds, I still think we have nine tradable 11 second round picks. So, he's cooking. Leon Rose, the front office, credit to the New York Knicks front office, man. They're, they're competent. They're, they're absolutely doing an amazing job up there. And it just shows you, like, sometimes as fans are just too, like, <laughs> too, like, overwhelming at times. And you just have to be patient. And look what the patience has brought us, man. A heck of a team. And right now, the New York Knicks can't compete with anybody I still think without OJ and OB for the next three to four weeks, they can still compete for that two to three seed. Um, I see some comments in the chat speaking about the Pacers. I'm not concerned about the Pacers at all. I mean, I brought up Cleveland, Boston, um, and then it's then it's us. You know, 
I'm not concerned about the Pacers. No, I mean, look, the Pacers, high-flowing offense, you know, they score it, but they don't defend, man. And again, look, we we beat the Pacers recently, and we're shorthanded. I don't think we've played the Pacers with OG Ananobi yet, to be honest. So come on, when we get our team fully healthy, yeah, we're gonna be a problem. If the if the Pacers couldn't beat us without OG Ananobi, how are they gonna beat us when we have OG, Bogdanovich, Alec Burks, people that are actually contributing to the team? And yes, that's some shade to Evan Fournier. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not worried about the Pacers. You got to be kidding. Cameron says it reported that OG will only be out three weeks, though, right? They said he will be reevaluated in three weeks. So we just have to wait and see. Knicks 100 GM, we are not beating the Magic or Pacers in a seven-game series. Come on. Come on, Knicks 100 GM. Where, where's the, the, where's the faith? The Magic? Come oh, on, man. I know they beat be us. Sure. They beat us what twice this year, but injuries, man. We just got to get healthy. Yeah. But um, look, look, I, I don't want to discredit the Magic or the Pacers. They're both really good teams, you know. But I'm sorry, I just think the Knicks have the upper hand. And again, with these moves, and once again, keyword health. Once we get healthy, I don't think those teams can 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 hold the candle to us. You know, that that's my opinion. I'm sure that's a lot of Knicks opinion when it comes to Knicks versus Pacers and, and Magic. Have some have some optimism here. Come on, guys. There we go. There we go. The thing I love about the Bogdanovich um trade is that he has a partially guaranteed, I think, contract next season. So the Knicks can pick that up and they can also trade him if need be next year. They could pick it up, trade him this summer if need be. And high IQ player, great shooter. And don't forget, he's also a playmaker. He's also a like he can dish the rock. He's not just a spot up shooter. You know, he can do some things off the dribble. You know, that's the thing I love about I love about him. And you know, um, now you bring him in here, he's probably going to start until OG and Randall gets back. Obviously, clearly, but he's not just a spot up three point shooter. He can do some things off the dribble. And Alec Burks, he's an expiring deal. But the thing I love about Burks is that he's been there, been here already. He knows the system and he's not going to get played 30 to 35 minutes like he was when we didn't we didn't have Jalen Brunson. Now we have Jalen Brunson. So Burks is only going to get what 15 minutes, I would say, 20 minutes off the bench. Kind of spell Brunson. So we're not going to yeah. burn out Alec Burks like we did when he was here. I know a lot of Knicks fans have PTSD <laughs> when they think of Alec Burks in a Nick uniform, but it's not going to be the same. Oh, man, big money, AB. Yeah. I I don't know why he gets as much, you know, negative and and like that dude did nothing but good stuff for us. You know, was he the point guard you wanted ultimately? You know, running the show for you? No. What is he technically a point guard? No. But you know, he was put into a tough spot, man, that season. But he did good for us, and to have him back, you know, I think it's great. And I'm excited. I, I, I want to see AB and Dante DiVincenzo play together. Oof, that's so gonna be that's gonna be fun, man. There's so many quirky lineups. Like I, I'm picturing <laughs> in my head, like Burks, like you just said, DiVincenzo, like when everyone's healthy, Bogdanovich and Randall in the front court. Randall playing the yeah. five, Bogdanovich playing the four. That the floor is gonna be crazy. Like 
like you put three point shooters all over the court like the Celtics do, and now you have that scoring punch off the bench. He's been doing it in Detroit. Like he's been dropping 30, 30 points off the bench. And now you bring that element in here. Look, smart, savvy moves from Leon Rose, man. Smart, savvy moves from Leon Rose. And, I mean, we're not done. We're not done. Right now, we just need to get healthy, see what this team can bring us. I do think we're going to go far this year. But what this front office has built, I mean, just take a look at this team currently. Where is the weak spot? You know, before, prior to the trading deadline, you would say, we got some weak spots, you know, off the bench, you know, you know, scoring punch, playmaker kind of, you know, that's the weak spot kind of. But we filled all the holes. And right now our concern is obviously health. So yeah. you can't point right out a weak the, spot right now, but it's just health. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right now that is the weak spot, health. But before, yeah. you know, look, we've we've seen it in multiple games, games that should have been blowouts. We saw it recently, you know, against uh, Memphis. It's just that bench unit. Once once the bench came in, once we needed, you know, an extended period of time for our starters just yeah. to catch their breath, catch their win, you know, we couldn't sustain our leads, even if it was a 20 plus point lead. And that's not an that shouldn't be an issue. I'm not gonna say it's not, but it shouldn't be an issue until we see it, you know, obvious for obvious reasons, but that shouldn't be an issue anymore. So to me, that was the biggest glaring issue. And you have Alec Burks and Bolt and, and Bogdanovich now to give you that scoring punch off the bench. That should be more than enough to give some rest to Julius, to OG, to Brunson when they need it. You know, so a lot of these games where we had leads and the bench couldn't hold it and we coming back in down five, down 10, maybe instead of that, maybe we're still up 10, 15, 20, yep. you know, in my opinion, like you said, we filled those holes and this team just got immensely better and we're not done. The buyout market's right around the corner. And like I mentioned, two roster spots are open right now. What the Knicks will do there remains to be seen, but. We could get some some more vets in here. Two roster spots open. Nixon Nice says two roster spots are open. All right. I have an article that I'm going to share my our screen with you guys. So just give me a quick second. All right. So here we go. The Knicks, now that they traded um, Evan Fournier, they've traded Ryan Archinanakio. They traded Quentin Grimes and Malachi Flynn. That opens up two roster spots for the New York Knicks. This is an article from Bleacher Report. Post-NBA trade deadline 2024 buyout candidates. Like Chris said, the New York Knicks are not done. We still have to sign two players essentially to fill those spots. Name number one is Kyle Lowry. When you hear Kyle Lowry, people in the chat, you can tune in as well. I saw some uh, Kyle Lowry discourse in the chat. People like it. People don't like it. But... I'll give my opinion on Kyle Lowry really quick. Kyle Lowry is a is a winner, and he knows all the little intangibles it takes to win. Been through the battles. He knows how to dupe the refs. He knows how to play the game. He knows how to play the playoff game. We saw it firsthand as Knicks fans versus the Miami Heat, how he was. Yep. I mean, he came out of nowhere versus, versus us last season. I mean, he was annoying, annoying, (laughs) taken quickly off the dribble 
And he's a winner. So in my opinion, and guess what? It just happens that he's a Villanova guy. Yep. So I, I got to tell you, man, and I think the Knicks can offer more than contending teams right now. So I got to tell you, I like I like Kyle Lowry a lot. What do you think, Chris? I, I like Kyle Lowry too. I mean, in the buyout market, you know, you, you're not giving up anything for him other than, I guess, money. You know, it's good for all those reasons you just stated. Yeah. We saw firsthand what he did to us in the playoff series. And look, it's not like he's going to be, you know, coming into onto the Knicks and being asked to do that or play that many minutes. So, look, somebody with his, you know, reputation, just somebody with his savviness, you know, experience in the playoffs and being a winner overall, you know, we could use that, in my opinion. Yep. That, any team can use that. I mean, like I said, Villanova guy, he's a winner. He knows what it takes to win. He's a, He's gone through playoff battles. It's just honestly, guys, it just feels like a no-brainer. It just feels yeah. like a no-brainer. He doesn't even have to come in here and play, so to speak. He just can be on the on the bench, sort of like coaching Deuce McBride, you know, teaching Brunson some little things. Like, it's just those veteran presence on the bench, they, they absolutely help out in the playoffs, man. That's when it matters the most. In a seven-game series, when you need every advantage going your way, just having like sort of like an extra coach like that, like a Lowry or we even brought up Chris Paul, but... But, yeah, I mean, so option one is Kyle Lowry. Then it says Spencer Dinwiddie, option number two. <laughs> I'm personally not touching Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't – are they even going to buy him out? Yeah, the yeah, Toronto Raptors are planning – I should read this. The Toronto Raptors are planning to wait <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, he doesn't play a lick of defense. He's such, like, a losing player. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, he's ah, – no, he doesn't do it for me. It's it's it sucks, man. Um, you know, I like Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, but as of recently, he just kind of lost his game. You know, like he's yeah. not trying as much on the defensive end. You know, he was a solid all around player, and now he's just, you know, he talks too much. He just talks a lot and then doesn't back it up. So, yeah, I don't I don't want Spencer Dinwiddie either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Victor Oladipo. Um, he's another one. He's he's like a veteran presence that you know. But, you know, dealing with some injuries, but um, veteran presence that it's interesting. Interesting name. I don't I wouldn't mind uh, Oladipo, but. Um, nah, he's always hurt. Yeah, <laughs> he's always hurt. He's I, I don't think I've seen him. I haven't seen him play in a season or two. I mean, whenever I see his name, it's just you just think about that plus plus sign, you know, hurt. And here we have some center depth, Robin Lopez. Obviously, we're dealing with Mitchell Robinson. I think Jericho Sims is still sick. That's what they're calling it, right? He's sick, still has an illness. Yeah. And then, obviously, Isaiah Hardenstein is, is, I feel like, you know, obviously last season he played all 82 games, but you just never can have enough depth on your team. And that's that's what the Knicks, you know, realize, and that's why they made the move today. So, Robin Lopez I don't know if they'll go that route, but um, and then Daniel House is interesting. Marcus Morris has been interesting, but I, and then Killian Hayes got waived today by Detroit, Chris, which was kind of number seven pick in the NBA draft. Killian Hayes got waived today, so yeah, I remember the Knicks were looking at Killian Hayes as well. Might be worth a shot, you know. Bring him on as kind of like a project, you know. We could use some some young guys, you know. So 
I think that might be worth a look. You know, maybe you can uh, turn his uh, game around here in New York. And then we have Joe Harris, shooting guard off the Detroit Pistons. Only played 16 games for the Detroit Pistons. And um, I don't know. Now that we have, you know, big money and we have guys, DiVincenzo, you know, we don't need like a Joe Harris. But, you know, you never know. Um, and yeah, that hurt. was it. Go ahead. No, I said it might not hurt to have Joe Harris. I know he's not having the typical, you know, lights out from three season that he usually, you know, makes his money off of. But, you know, he could probably just need a, a change of scenery or something, you know? Who knows? Yeah. So before this trade, ladies and gentlemen, the Knicks were plus 1,900 to win the Eastern Conference. Now, after the trade, they are plus 700 to win the East. So things are looking up. Things are looking up. They addressed some issues that we had coming into this trading deadline. I honestly thought they were just going to get Burks, man. But, you know, getting Bogdanovich, it kind of it, – it, obviously now it makes sense now that we know the OG Ananobi injury that he'll, he'll get surgery. But, you know, right now it's just I, – I, like you said, I'm starting to picture some lineups in my head, you know, but – the main concern right now, the Knicks training staff, I'm sure, is doing extra overtime right now because <laughs> you literally have everyone in the room at this moment. It's it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's insane that, you know, basically the entire entire starting five for the Knicks is out. So yeah. that's that's wild to even think about. But look, in in the meantime, while these guys are getting healthy. We get Alec Burks back. Obviously, he's going to get acclimated pretty quickly to our system. You know, knows it. I'm sure still knows it really well. And then Bogdanovich, man. This gives him a chance to get in there, you know, play some minutes and learn the system a bit quicker, you know? Yeah. Got a lot of guys out, so he's going to play. Hopefully, not too many minutes, you know? But, look, we need bodies right now. So, you know, that's one way to get acclimated quickly to a team, right? Cameron, what's going on? I thought I read that OG would do basketball activities in three weeks. Yes. So Woj tweeted that OG and Anobi had surgery to remove a loose bone fragment in his right elbow and will miss a minimum of three weeks. Procedure is considered minor. And he's expected to resume basketball activities in three weeks, like you just said. So that is good news. That's kind of like the silver lining. And then he says he quote tweeted that and said he tried resting this but the procedure turned out to be the best route to get him fully healed and playing again for the stretch run and postseason. So if you just want to run down the Knicks injuries at this moment, Jalen Brunson, day-to-day. OJ Ananobi just got surgery and will miss a minimum of three weeks. Julius Randle didn't opt for surgery. Is resting. His is trying to get that shoulder good. And... That situation is sort of, we're hoping that Julius Randle yeah. can come back. I think he'll come back because he's a warrior. He plays through everything. Yeah. Um, who am I missing? And Grimes was hurt, but now he's in Detroit. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell. Big one. Big Mitch. Coming back after the, not coming back, but resuming basketball activities after the All-Star <laughs> break. So. I guess I'm asking you which one of the which one of those are you more optimistic about returning fully and less optimistic about returning this season to full health. 
I got to say most optimistic, obviously Jalen Brunson. You know, we already know it's it's, it's an yeah. ankle sprain. Yeah. It's just, he's going to be back. They're going to make sure he's good before he does. And obviously that's the least, you know, pressing injury we have at the moment. Thank God. <laughs> um, and then I guess if you want to say, look, I got all the faith in the world that Julius is going to come back this season, you know, I don't think he'd be out there right now sitting at games if his shoulder was that bad. Yeah. Um, risking it, you know, he's not even wearing a sling or anything like that. So I think that's a that's a good sign. And um, but if I had to say who's the one, I'm probably Mitch. Because the thing about Mitch is that yeah, he might start back to basketball activities soon, but you know, we all saw before when Mitch came back from injury. You know, yes, he was out there, he was playing, but he wasn't his normal self. It took him, you know, a couple weeks, like maybe almost a month yeah. and a half before he started to look like the Mitch we remember, being able to move quick off his feet, getting those blocks. You know, he was always like a step or two slow when he first came back. So I think for Mitch, he's the one where I'm kind of like, I'm happy with the news, I'm optimistic, but to me, his you know, his his recovery from his injury is going to take some time beyond just getting on the court. True. Yeah. And then um, I guess I would say d ditto. But, you know, whenever someone gets surgery, it's kind of, you know, that's that kind of raises sort of like a red flag and alarm. But hopefully this is the best route for OG and Anobi. And uh, hopefully you can get on the court because uh, right now, Shoquan in the, in the chat says, who's starting tonight? LOL. We got <laughs> nobody. I mean, you're probably going to see a lineup of McBride, DiVincenzo, um, uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, Taj <laughs> will play a lot. Um, Taj is about to play like 35 minutes. Yeah. And then get then get waved. Hart, obviously. <laughs> Josh Hart, another 40-minute 40, 40 40, 40 affair tonight. Throw him out there, Josh Hart. But – um. Yeah, I mean, what about the two-way contract guys? Are we going to see Jacob Toppin out there? I would like to. I would like to. I mean, you would think now that dealing with all these injuries and we just shipped out four players. Yeah. You would think that Jacob Toppin would get in there and play, but we just have to wait and see. Shout out to Jacob Toppin doing the dunk contest. That should be fun. But hopefully Jacob Toppin comes in there and then wouldn't tonight be awesome if, you know, not expected to win. And we all of a sudden beat the Mavericks in Madison Square Garden without a fully healthy squad. Let's go. Hey, you never know. Mavs are probably just like, hey, you know, this is not even a contest. Maybe they come in with the wrong energy, thinking they're just going to, you know, walk in the park. Maybe, you know, our guys are going to fight. Maybe we can uh, get a win out of it. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. Somebody just tweeted. I'm just now realizing that OG won't be eligible for any awards because he has to be eligible. I think 65 games is that threshold. And he was up there for defensive play of the year with a Rudy Gobert. It was Rudy Gobert, then OG Ananobi. And boy, oh boy, man, the New York Knicks were absolutely playing at a high level with OG Ananobi. He went out, Randall went out. They really didn't miss a beat. But now, essentially... Everyone healthy. You're looking at a starting five of Brunson, DiVincenzo, Ananobi, Randall, Hartenstein, because I do think Hartenstein will still start when Mitch comes back. And then off the bench, I mean, think about it, Chris. In a playoff series, look, not everyone is healthy all the time, right? But I'm just saying, right. with everyone healthy, off the bench, you're going to have McBride, Burks, 
Bogdanovich, Mitchell Robinson, and Josh Hart. That's five players in my that pretty much I wouldn't say need to play, but okay, let's say everyone healthy, then McBride is off that list. So that's four. And we know how Tom Thibodeau loves to shrink his rotations in the playoffs. So good problem to have though, right? <laughs> Great problem yeah. to have in my opinion. And and again, you still got two spots. So that that you know, that can get even more uh Yeah. I guess become a better worse situation. <laughs> I mean, look, we got so many options to go to, like once everybody's healthy, that I mean, I don't I don't despise Tibbs at all. That like he's gonna have to make some tough decisions when whenever he decides to shrink the rotation, if he even does do that. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, it's just it's it's honestly ran the NBA to have everyone healthy, but when healthy, the New York Knicks are I would say the deepest team in the NBA right now, you know, Boston, the Knicks are right there. And it just happens that, you know, hopefully we get to play them in the playoffs because that would be an absolute legendary series, man. I'm, I'm just picturing that in my head, but I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. You know, we still have a stretch of games here to play. Still got a whole season. It's a marathon and not a sprint. Still got a bunch yeah. of injuries that we're dealing with right now. So I, I, I want to kind of humble myself a little bit. But when this trade went down, man, I was the pictures in my head were like parades. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we gotta be optimistic, man. We gotta enjoy yeah. this time, you know. Enjoy. Look, how many trade deadlines have we gone through where you know we're hoping the Knicks do something, just anything, like sign anybody. They didn't even have to be, even be a good player. We just wanted them to do something, right? Yeah. And they didn't, and they wouldn't, you know. And it was just like. We're tired of waiting. We're tired of waiting. But look, credit to Leon Rose, credit to the front office, you know, building this the way they wanted to, being patient, doing, making smart moves, man. Even if it looked crazy at times, you know, even if we didn't agree, look where we're at right now. We're in, you know, prime, we're a prime time team. Finals contenders, in my opinion, once we get healthy, 100%, we're going to make some noise, man. And then next season, and again, I don't want to look too far away, but look, we got all our all our first round picks. The flexibility is there. And you never know. They could bring in an even bigger piece. So I'm excited, man. I, I'm gonna be optimistic, you know. Yeah, that's you know, we pick up, let's say summertime, we pick up the the Bogdan comp the uh the contract, and then obviously, like you said, two two first round picks in this coming draft. They're calling it a weak draft. But we all know how teams get during draft time. They they fall in love with a player. And let's say a team gets desperate and like we want this player and the Knicks have all the cards in their favor. They're like, all right, we got two first round picks. We'll trade you one for like they have just open. They have just the flexibility they have created, the the options they have created this summer. They have assets now. And I think I saw on Twitter, like who will be that next piece to be shipped out for a superstar you know, honestly, right now, I'm not really I'm not really thinking about that because who's to say this team currently as whole can't go as far as a team with a two a duo or a trio of superstars. I mean, we're looking at the teams all around the NBA. The Suns are not really playing well. And the, the Milwaukee Bucks right now are not really playing well. They have Dame and Giannis, but they do not have a deep, complete team. And 
we looked at Denver last season in the playoffs. They went far, mainly due to the fact they had one of the best, they have the plus player in the NBA. But took take a look at what they surrounded Jokic with. Shooters, pieces that fit, everyone knows their role. That sort of kind of reminds me of this Knicks team currently. Brunson is the 1A. He's the head of the snake. You surround Brunson with guys that know their role. Precious coming in here and simply playing awesome. Um, OG and Obi coming in here and simply the first game, it fit like a glove. You see what I'm saying? And now you add these two pieces, and these are not small pieces. These are pieces that will help us. And it's just, you know, that's when I, I, I kind of pause people like, you know, wait, like worry about that. I guess in the summertime, but I'm not really worrying about that at this moment because right now as a team, I think we can get to as far as if we had like a, another superstar. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. That That's 100%. I mean, look at how far we went the, the previous season, right? Yeah. And you can argue we have more talent now. So look, we could have just as easily had been in the heat and gone to the Eastern Conference Finals. Why not us now? Yep. You know, why not us now? Granted, you know, yeah, we're not healthy right now. We're missing so many of our key guys and that stinks. It does. It sucks. It, it does bring me down a notch. But look, when you got to look at the bigger picture, Knicks are doing the right thing, letting these guys get healthy. They're not taking any risks, unnecessary risk. And come playoff time, you know, we're going to be we're going to be right there with any other team. It could be the Magic. It could be the Pacers. It could be, you know, Boston. There's not going to be a single team out there that you're not going to say the Knicks have no shot. Yep, exactly. I mean, you're going to be matched up against anyone in the East and say the Knicks can beat them. Um, they essentially placed, they did replace R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly with Ananobi, Burks, and Bogdan Bogdanovich without giving a single first-round pick. A single yeah. first-round pick, man. Credit to this front office. Buzz Reader says, don't we have to fill up at least one roster spot? Yeah, I mean, you know, now that we shipped off these guys to Detroit, um, we got roster spots to fill up. So I, I think they're going to scour the buyout market. Obviously, they're going to scour free agency market maybe. You know, depending on how this Brunson in ankle injury now, he's day-to-day. -day. Next game, I believe, is on Saturday after this versus the Pacers coming in here. But then we'll have some reinforcements. So, you know, and then Cameron says, I don't feel great, though, about the team because of the injuries. Look, there's, yeah. I, there's a part of me that feels the same way you do, Cameron. I mean, there's a part of me that feels it as well. I mean, there's a part of me that, you know, fully healthy, what this team can accomplish. But there's a part of me who we just getting, we keep getting knocked down. We keep taking two steps forward, and then we keep an injury happens. So I feel that way, too. We just got to get, got to get healthy. That's the main concern right now. Health. That is that is the main concern right now because outside of that, things look amazing. Yep. And I can't I can't wait to see this team, man. I can't wait to see. I know it's gonna be some time before we see them fully healthy and on the court, but I'm gonna love that day when that day comes. <laughs> Jay in the chat, what's going on? It says Taj. Taj Taj will probably pay forty minutes tonight. He'll be huffing and puffing. I'll be posting. <laughs> I'll be posting pics on X on at Knicks Nation if you're not following the the Twitter account. That would be absolutely hilarious. Yeah, shout out to Taj, man. Coming in off the Taj, street. Taj is dropping 20. <laughs> 20 and a dub. 
All right, let's take a look at the standings. Right. right now, the New York Knicks are fourth. They are tied with the Milwaukee Bucks, 33 and 18. The Bucks record and the Knicks record are 33 and 18. Cavs are 33 and 16. They've played two less games than the Knicks. Then we have Boston. We're six games behind the number one seed. So you just got to keep uh, keep chugging along. These injuries, hopefully everyone gets healthy. And we, um, we're, we're good, man. I mean, adding Bogdanovich and adding Burks, man, just opens up a whole new layer to this team and what this team can uh, accomplish. Miguel P says 14 players is a requirement. Yes. I'm on Twitter right now, and I'm not. Are you seeing anything, Chris? No, I've, I've, the all, I've also signed anyone. I do see the Knicks, uh, you know, being classy and saying thank you to Evan Fournier. Yeah. So outside of that, no, I'm not seeing anything. So we're going to get a lot of Jacob Toppin. That's for sure, I think. You're going to get some meaningful minutes tonight. So they'll probably um, get some G League guys up here. And yeah, I'm just ride the ship till Saturday. But hey, another major trade. The trading deadline ended at 3 p.m. The Knicks did what they had to do. They got some guys off the bench coming in here, scoring Alec Burks, scoring Bogdanovich, and without giving up a first-round pick. Quinton Grimes, I guess, you know, Chris, Quinton Grimes is obviously the name that, you know, I said earlier that the Knicks have lost. Now Grimes quickly, Obi Toppin, and a span, and R.J. Barrett in a span of a year. I know a lot of Knicks fans including myself, loved Quentin Grimes. You know, I thought he had a lot of potential, but it's unfortunate. You Sometimes you got to do, you got to make business decisions. So Quentin Grimes in Detroit, I guess, I guess these are your, like the final remarks for Quentin Grimes, the obituary <laughs> for Quentin Grimes. Oh man, you know, <laughs> I'm going to miss Quentin Grimes, man. Look, I, I, again, I guess the the highlight that will be stuck in my head is, again, going back to that playoffs versus the Heat, stopping Jimmy Butler on one leg, you know, got hurt, stops yeah. Jimmy Butler, gets the steal. That'll forever be, you know, one of the best Quentin Grimes highlights in, in, in my mind. You know, look, he, he did. He had his chances. He had his chances to to shine here. He was a starter for a while. This season, it didn't go as planned went onto the bench and you know showed some flashes but again always looked like he was playing a hundred times faster than anybody else out there never looked like he was slowing down or comfortable um you know i wish him nothing but the best i know he's gonna do good in detroit he's 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 gonna get right out there he's gonna get get every opportunity and then some because let's be honest detroit you know they're not going anywhere right now. So I feel kind of bad that he is going to Detroit, but yeah. I mean, he's definitely going to get more minutes there for sure. But, you know, Quinn Grimes, that's that's my dude. I'm definitely going to follow him just like I'm following RJ and IQ out in Toronto. You know, those are our young guys, you know? Yeah. Sucks that they're gone. And, and if you would have told me, you know, a short time, you know, a year and change or whatnot, and we're, we have no Obi Toppin. We have no Quentin Grimes, no RJ, no IQ. I would have never believed it, but here we are. And happy to say, though, we're better. We're better right now. Yeah. We're in a better place, and the next front office seems like they're they're playing chess, man. Leon Rose, like I said, I opened up this pod saying that I think Leon Rose, I think I met one of the best chess players ever and his name is leon rose but yeah shout out to q man he'll do good in detroit and um 
I'll be watching. We'll be watching. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he'll do good things out there as well. Cricket, what's going on? I do. Re we do remember you in the chat. What's going on, Cricket? Haven't been in here in a while. Always appreciate you in here. Buzzer Beater says, I have a better chance naming the members of the Canadian Parliament than our starting five tonight. <laughs> and then I saw a comment on X saying, Eric, Jer it was it was a cool tweet from Fred Katz. Fred Katz tweeted, Jericho Sims is out tonight. And then oh, somebody oh. quote tweeted, Eric Adams might be coming off the bench tonight for the New York <laughs> Knicks. That's how bad we are in terms of injury-wise and we just got to get healthy, man. The new guys will be coming in here on Saturday. Can't wait to see them play. Can't wait to see everyone healthy. OG Nanobi, yes. please get healthy soon. Julius Randle, I have faith that you'll be back. You're a warrior. And yeah, man, big trade again. This New York Knicks team is complete. We have completed the puzzle. Now, health and chemistry are our two main concerns. Knicks have a game coming up. But Chris, this has been fun impromptu live stream that we did. Appreciate every single one of you in here. If you haven't done so already, right, please subscribe to the channel. We do pop, we do live streams every Sunday at 9.30 p.m. But since the New York Knicks made a trade, we had to hop on here today and uh, just chopping it up, talking about the New York Knicks. But yeah, I'll be back doing the post game, post game tonight. So any final <laughs> remarks from you, Chris, before we head up on out of here? Yeah, let's get healthy and let's go Knicks, man. This it's, it's our time, man. This is our time. We're going to make some noise and stay optimistic. I know the injury bug hit us and hit us hard, but come on, stay optimistic. This team is going places. Ended on this. Miguel P in the chat says, Mitch, do Sims are our last drafted players on our roster? Hey, it's a business. It is uh, insane. It's crazy. It's crazy to think <laughs> about. This has been fun. New York Knicks are back, like Amari Stoudemire said in 2010. But I didn't really He's believe back. him back then. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, he bought it. He bought it, man. He was doing his part. Yeah, he was. He was. Shout out to Amari Stoudemire. But the Knicks are back now, guys. The Knicks are officially back. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. As always, it is Let's Go Knicks. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time. Thank you.